You are listening to Share a Slice with Sean. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Share a Slice with Sean. And this time I'm thrilled to have on the show Dinosaur Love, otherwise known as Peter Kulikowski. And uh, he started out his career over in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, and he's now in Tacoma. And he's spreading the gospel of Jesus Source, and he's telling about, you know, what happened in the past regarding the dinosaurs, the meteor, uh, the Illuminati, um, the whole deal. We're going to hear it all, and we're going to hear some of his tracks as well as we go along. Remember, if you go to i-love-dinosaurs.bandcamp.com, uh, you can hear most of his tracks there, and uh, you can download some of them too. So now without further ado, let's talk to Dinosaur Love. Peter Kulikowski, is that it? Yes, you got it. All right. So you got it. Peter Kulikowski, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. So uh, you are the the brains and the the art behind the band Dinosaur Love. Yep, it's just uh, just me doing all the instrumentation on some of the newer stuff I've been doing. I've had a few friends come in, but you know, for the most part, you know, when I perform, it's just me. Yeah. And I see here, here you got, I got a picture of you from a while back, I guess. And it's just you mm. wearing a dinosaur, a dinosaur mask. Basically this, it looks like Barney, the dinosaur kind of on, on like a crack or something going on. Yeah, the the original dinosaur I ha- head I had was actually a gift from my friend who owned Annie Boomer Vintage in Phoenix, and it's it's actually Rex from Toy Story. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. All right, I got it now. Yeah. Um, wow. And and I mean, I mean, this is your this is your thing, basically. Dinosaur love. This is like this band the way I interpret it, it really kind of does it, does it not sort of express your overall love for dinosaurs? Yeah, it really does. You know, a lot of a dinosaur love for me, you know, that's kind of like my life. It's who I am, you know, me up on stage singing songs about dinosaurs, you know, it's, it's only a slight exaggeration of how I actually am, <laughs> you know? And you were, uh, before this, like you, you started out in Phoenix, Arizona, and you mm-hmm. recently moved to um, Oregon to continue. Your... Yeah, well, I moved to Washington, actually, oh, Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. You're okay. No worries. Northwest states, they're all they're all the same. Well, blurs together <laughs> for me because uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Canadian, so you know I only have to keep track of ten provinces and territories yeah. up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and so. Uh, I mean, tell me a little bit about your your uh, your music here. Like, what inspires the music? I think that's the most fascinating thing because I'm looking at your releases here, and mm-hmm. I've got uh, 
all my friends are dead. Uh, actually, yeah. I have a I have a book called that. Actually, uh, dinosaurs attack. Have a mm-hmm. dino Christmas. Um, you 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 did like dinosaur related singles every week for a while there. Uh, yeah, the gospel and demos that got stuck in the tar. All mm-hmm. of these um, albums are about are about basically uh, dinosaurs. I mean, tell me a little bit about like why you have this fascination with these uh, prehistoric creatures. Uh, well, you know, when I was a child, we went to the uh, science center in Arizona, and I saw a whole bunch of skeletons. And I pretty much decided that that was uh, that that was it. That was my life from then on out. You know, I bought pop up books, a lot of that. Um, you know, a big inspiration uh, on the musical side of things was uh, Delta Blues stuff initially. You know, so, you know, because dinosaurs were very lamenting. You know, getting stuck in their tar. Their friends were constantly getting eaten by other dinosaurs. You know, it was a very sad times and a lot of passionate. Uh, you know, blues music I felt reflected that. Um, you know, as I got into more, uh, out there territory, you know, I kind of got, uh, some signals from the brothers of Jesusaurus, and then I, you know, fell down a K-hole of conspiracy theories and reptilian shapeshifters and started preaching, uh, you know, what ended up being, uh, the music from the album, The Gospel, um, which is all about reptilian shapeshifters and how dinosaurs, you know, will eventually come back and save the rest of humanity uh, from the evil reptilian overlords. Yeah, I mean, tell me a little bit about this. Uh, when you're talking about how you were, you started, I guess, hearing signals from, I mean, the brothers of Jesus Source. Can you can you fill me in yeah. about that? Like who Jesus Source is? Well, you know, a couple years ago when I started doing the single of the week project, you know, I was. Uh, approached in a dream by uh, Jesusaurus, who told me, uh, you know, through multiple conspiracy theory videos on the internet, uh, they were almost like training videos that I was watching about, you know, the true history of the Earth, which was that dinosaurs never went extinct. You know, the dinosaurs that stayed on this planet uh, became interbred with reptilian aliens that came on this planet and discovered, you know, dinosaurs roaming the Earth. And then Jesusaurus, you know, gathered up a band of, uh, you know, disciples basically saying, you know, prophesizing that a meteor would come down uh, and save them. You know, it would be a spaceship that crashes down and would wipe out all the reptilians and the brothers of Jesusaurus would be taken away to the uh, the Siriusaurus star system. Uh, but that didn't really work. You know, the meteor came down, uh, Jesusaurus and the brothers went away, but not all the reptilians, uh, you know, pa- passed away and they began doing, uh, more breeding experiments on the small, uh, mammalian animals after most of the other dinosaurs went extinct, which actually became, uh, you know, the humans that we are today. Um, you know, it's very hard to tell the difference between a reptilian shapeshifter and a human, uh, which is why, um, the album, the gospel, uh, of mine, you know, really reveals, the truth of how to present yourself in order to not be mistaken as an evil reptilian shapeshifter. Listen to my story and listen very well Cause it can save your life someday I'm gonna tell you how the shapeshifters arrive What
there's a lot there for me to decompress de i guess uh unpack uh, let me just start first with um what occurred in, i mean what occurred in the past so you're saying that uh dinosaurs they're the original dinosaurs they're not alien like they're not extraterrestrial in origin but then no, the original dinosaurs are not no okay. you got that and then and, and then and then you got mm -hmm. like other like sort of like almost like doctor who like silurian type reptile like uh, creatures or or intelligent life that comes down in mm -hmm. a starship or something and they i guess see potential or something with the dinosaurs and decide to like yeah. uh, meld their dna Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, the, the reptilians, when they were melding the DNA of the original dinosaurs, you know, passed on their traits, which was uh, shape-shifting and, uh, you know, a taste for fear uh, is really what kept them going. You know, that's why they do the things that they do on this planet, uh, is because they thrive on the fear of, you know, other, be other life uh, forms. Yeah, so they're like, for instance, uh, humans. So, mm -hmm. so I mean, but he, actually, uh, is it is it right to say then that humans are far flung descendants of the mixed DNA reptiles? Yeah, there are. There were definitely breeding experiments that happened, um, causing uh, reptilians to become humans, but. The thing is, there's also uh, the natural evolutionary, uh, you know, line that caused humans to exist naturally, you know, not from the breeding experiments. So it's very hard to tell the difference between an actual human and a reptilian shapeshifter um, because, you know, they're basically identical in physical appearance. Um, Do you think that they recognize each other? I mean, like if you're on a date with someone, chances are they're not. A, a reptilian shapeshifter? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, the first uh, commandment of the brothers of Jesusaurus is that every person, every being you encounter is an evil reptilian uh, hell-bent on your destruction, uh, including yourself, until proven otherwise. So, really, uh, you've got to prove that they're not hell-bent on your destruction uh, before you can really uh, say one way or the other what they are. Yeah, I suppose we all have our demons, but I guess that's like taken it to a whole other level. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was looking at a couple of your songs. Uh, one of them, I mean, mm -hmm. they're all based on this. One of them, I think, is all about the uh, the pyramids, right? And yes. how uh, aliens help the dinosaurs build the pyramids. That's mm -hmm. So like for that song, I mean, um, can, can, we, can we break this down like the... So the yeah. aliens, they come down. I mean, because the dinosaurs, I can't imagine dinosaurs making a pyramid. I mean, at least not the dinosaurs that I think of because they're, I mean, I'm not even sure they have like opposable thumbs. I mean, definitely, definitely like T-Rexes mm -hmm. have these tiny little arms. I mean, well, I right. The, uh, the thing with the aliens helping the dinosaurs building the pyramids is that the aliens from the Sirius star system uh, were in contact with Jesusaurus. Uh, and Jesusaurus, uh, you know, said that we need to build these great monuments so that they know where to find us when they do land on the planet. Um, and so he was in constant 
uh, contact with those beings from the Sirius star system. Uh, and basically they would give them blueprints and really, you know, uh, the dinosaurs that we see in museums, you know, it really doesn't give an accurate, uh, representation of, you know, the, the humanoid structures that they had in the intelligence, you know, humans like to think that they were, uh, the first big, uh, intelligent species on the planet, but really, you know, the dinosaurs built the pyramids, dinosaurs built Stonehenge, you know, all the ancient, uh, architecture that humans take credit for is really just something they couldn't explain. So obviously humans did it, but it was really the dinosaurs and, you know, the proof is in the gospel itself. this gospel i mean is that is that basically encoded in your music i i, I noticed there's a there's a record here called uh, the gospel right mm-hmm. so is that kind of like a, a good starting off point for anybody who's interested in understanding yeah definitely listening to the gospel you know definitely the lyrical content in that definitely has um a lot of the truth in it uh, if you do buy the physical copy of it, it actually comes with the actual gospel of Jesusaurus as a little zine or lyric booklet um, with some also the commandments of Jesusaurus in there so that you can follow those and, you know, get saved by the brothers of Jesusaurus when they come back down. Okay, so I see. So they, during this apocalyptic event, um, they managed to get on the saucer or whatever shape this yes. ship is and they and they got off but they're going to come back again and they're going to yes. sort of they're going to they're going to be searching out people who are in tune with uh what what needs what they need to be in tune with i mean uh, what what's a so what's a couple of the you already gave me the first commandment what, what's an example of another important commandment that we could learn or live by so one of the the other really important commandments of Jesusaurus is that you are not uh, in charge of another uh, being's life. You know, their decisions will be made by them. And, you know, either uh, they are reptilian or they aren't. But that's really up to them to pursue that path. Uh, another really important uh, commandment of Jesusaurus Rex is that any of the commandments may have been altered uh, in any way uh, to uh, lead people astray from the path by the reptilians themselves. So, you know, you never really can believe what you read. You've just got to believe what you, uh, you know. And, and I mean, I, I mean, I'm just thinking about like, uh, this, this group of, uh, reptilians that came down presumably, you know, millions of years ago. I mean, are they, are they like all spread out in the galaxy? And are, I mean, are they, are there, do you know if they're, they're fighting with each other or are there different factions, you know, a la X-Files of aliens? Uh, how does that uh, work? The only, you know? the only faction that I know of, uh, is the brothers of Jesusaurus. And they're currently traveling to the Sirius star system 
in order to, you know, make a map of the galaxy uh, so that they can come back and lead us to better planets. And, okay, I see. I mean, I mean, if I think about it, it's really no weirder than, uh, you know, Mormonism. I mean, everybody in Mormonism gets their own planet, right? So Right. You know, it it's really sense. not that far-fetched. And you got, and Jesus source, I mean, Jesus, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, that that works. Um, right. I, I'm kind of interested, actually, too, because another song. I don't know how many of these songs are actually, you know, legit. Like, uh, how many of them are just creative endeavors, and how many are, are pure gospel? I'm assuming it'd be a lot of them be pure gospel. Another one is it talks about the dinosaur Illuminati. I mean, it. Yes. What's is there a tie-in between dinosaurs and the Illuminati? The Illuminati is basically what the reptilian shapeshifters became. You know, the reptilian shapeshifters have the, the ancient order of reptilian shapeshifters. Also goes under the name of the Illuminati. So, you know, it's very synonymous uh, when you're working with big groups of uh, pure evil that they, uh, you know, try to uh, get multiple different names under their belt to make it seem like there's more going on than there actually is. Yeah, and I mean, like, uh, for instance, uh, you know, Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus. I mean, I, I read all mm -hmm. about it. These people, who knows, you know, they, they definitely do very well in the in the market. Um, I mean, so are you saying that this group is purely evil or are, are they just kind of looking out for themselves and you could either be part of it or get basically eliminated? Well, you know, basically what the Illuminati does is they create fear on a planet and then they basically suck it dry of all the life force and spirit that's on that planet until it's just them. You know, it's very, uh, not a very friendly thing to do, uh, galactically speaking. Yeah. I, I mean, I can imagine. Um, so tell me a bit about like how this happened. Like, so you were doing these, uh, I guess these almost like daily or sorry, weekly meditations when you did the single mm -hmm. of the week, right? Where you're kind of like channeling this stuff. I mean, like, yeah. like what was, what was it like? Do you remember the first time that you kind of, I guess, heard the message or understood the message? Uh, like how, how did that happen? Was it an actual voice or was it just like something that fell together in your head? Well, yeah, the first time, uh, that it really happened, you know, when I was doing the weekly singles of the week, uh, for that whole year, um, it was just kind of very impulsive, you know, that, that year looking back on it, um, is very much like a musical diary to me. You know, I can go back to any one of those songs and remember what I was doing during the recording of the single of the week. And, you know, going back and listening to it is very much like, a spiritual experience and doing it was a very spiritual experience and i think that's uh where a lot of the uh you know messages from jesusaurus uh came from was from that you know weekly meditation and very uh 
of the moment experience of recording a song a week, regardless of whether it was good or not. Yeah. And I mean, that, that must have been kind of a, almost a terrifying experience to finally realize what was really going on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, you know, the further I got down into it, the more I had to, to preach the gospel and why I needed to get the album out as soon as possible. And I mean, just to, I mean, I see you have a song here about Area 51 as well, um, but there's another song here called World War II was fought with dinosaurs and laser beams. I mean, yes. um, I, I guess the skeptics among us might think, um, you know, we've got film from World War II. We, we don't mm -hmm. really see any pictures of dinosaurs or laser beams. We're just seeing tanks and and airplanes right. and boats and things so like i mean if they really did fight world war ii then wouldn't i mean why don't we see any pictures or movies of these dinosaurs well you know that's because you know a lot of uh that footage uh you know world war ii is a very touchy subject you know for a lot of people for very good reasons um but you know the truth of the matter is that you know, most of those videos uh, are propaganda and that the uh, the dinosaurs were going on in the background with, you know, futuristic technology and, uh, you know, everything that we know that happened in World War II definitely did happen. It's just that the uh, the dinosaurs and laser beams kind of got, you know, uh, erased from that footage, you know, to try to keep the public morale up because they didn't want a panic stirring. You know, if they knew that dinosaurs were fighting the war. Yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose so. Uh, kind of reminds me of, um, what was it? There's a movie. It was called, uh, I think it was called Iron Sky or something like that. And mm -hmm. it was like a bunch of Nazis on the moon. I mean, uh, what, what side were the dinos on actually in World War II? states or or Japan well it was or? it was everybody sure. all uh, every everybody in there was using uh dinosaurs for their war force you know it wasn't necessarily one specific side using them you know because dinosaurs really had infiltrated every country up until that point something they don't teach you about in school let's sing a word of it is true I'm just thinking about it now. So, like, you have many different kinds of dinosaurs. At least that's what paleontologists think. I mean, we've got, like... Mm -hmm thousands of different classifications and i'm not well maybe not classification we have thousands of different kinds of dinosaurs like species i mean it was it was a big deal back mm -hmm. then people think right. not but it was a whole other ecosystem and uh so i mean i, I i'm guessing that you know did, did you actually have like dinosaurs that were working for dinosaurs like did dinosaurs ride dinosaurs or did dinosaurs keep dinosaurs as pets or did the reptiles I, there's like a different like there was there like a hierarchy or something going there on there wasn't really a, a hierarchy going on per se you know really dinosaurs were just hanging out having a good time you know being you know the simple animals they were until the uh, the aliens came down and started messing with their dna 
Uh, and then things got weird. Uh, and then that's when the, you know, the Brothers of Jesus Horus had started because they had suddenly got all this intelligence, whereas before they hadn't had it. Yeah. So, I mean, they were just doing their thing like, uh, you know, like your kind of lazy uh, version of a reptile would, I guess, a lizard or something mm -hmm. just sitting around. And then these, these aliens came. I mean, did these aliens have any kind of ulterior motive for coming here? I mean, did they... What, oh, they I found mean, this planet completely by mistake. It was a total accident that they ended up here. It just happened to be that dinosaurs, you know, shared the same sort of reptilian structures that they did. So they just decided to stay and do what they're going to do here. Do, is, is there like a name for this, uh, this race of uh, aliens? Or I guess, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they didn't talk English, so you can't really, might not be able to utter it. Is that right? It? And the only the I don't know what name they refer to themselves as, but you know the Illuminati or the Ancient Order of Reptilian Human Shapeshifters um, is really what they are referred to. Um, but I'm not sure what they call themselves. So I mean, you actually did some um, collaborative work with a fellow guest on the uh, on the show called. Uh, the cult of the yellow sign. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, can you talk a little bit, a bit about them? Like you, did you, did you meet them? Did they approach you? How, how did this happen? Well, yeah, I was, uh, close to the cult of the yellow sign, you know, and, uh, they had approached me after I had been singing some of these songs, you know, standing on the street corner, talking about Jesus And they came up and said, you know, we have our own theory about what happened to the dinosaurs. And I think it uh, has to do with um, some sort of Lovecraftian beast yeah. or magic happening. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the song we did, which was uh, the, the cult of yellow signs uh, prophecy was that dinosaurs were killed using black magic by the cult of the yellow sign. Right. Um, so, you know, it's neither here or there. Maybe it was black magic. Maybe it was Jesus taking them away. It's really all speculative at this point. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, how's it going with the whole like uh, preaching thing? I mean, uh, I I know that the culty yellow sign they they say that they open up portals and occasionally they basically mm -hmm. trap people and force them to work in the uh, I think it's called the. Um, I don't know if it's the, I can't remember if it's the sludge pits or what it is exactly. I mean, Something how like is, that. yeah, I can't remember exactly. I mean, how, how is it working out for you? Like, uh, on the, uh, on the, you know, the, the whole proselytizing front. Uh, I mean, are you, are you getting any good headway there? Well, yeah, most people like dinosaurs. Uh, so if I'm talking to them about dinosaurs, they'll generally listen to what I have to say. Uh, you know, until I start getting into weird conspiracy theories, then they're even more into it. Uh, yeah. but you know, um, a lot of what I've been doing recently, you know, I've kind of been getting off the whole conspiracy theory kick. It's definitely still there on the back burner, but now that I've got the gospel out and kind of exercised that, you know, spirit, um, it's out there, it's in the world. Uh, you know, I don't really feel the need to preach it much anymore now that the material is open source and available for everyone to access yeah i mean i i guess so um and, and i mean it's obvious that you're not really well i won't say this i mean i don't know how how things will go in the future but but based on your uh your sort of like um modest 
uh, situation right now, if I may be so bold. Um, you, mm -hmm. you're not really in it for the fame or the sex or the money. I mean, you're just trying to make a change, right? Right. I'm just definitely trying to make a change, let people know that it's okay to love uh, something unconditionally and not be ashamed of that, you know, like the way I love dinosaurs. Um, and that's that's actually a lot of what um, the next album I'm coming out with uh, is going to be called Dinosaurs Have Feelings Too. And, you right. know, a lot of my songs are... Uh, kind of funny, kind of humorous, but you know, that, that, this album I'm coming out with is all kind of love songs, uh, that reference dinosaurs and, you know, kind of showing the softer side to dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, uh, if they were as intelligent as you say, I mean, obviously they, well, I mean, I guess not obviously, but one would assume that if they there was, had some sort of free will or agency that there would be, you know, some kind of dinosaur romance or... Right. what have you you know i mean they did they wouldn't just go and get it on without unceremoniously Yeah, and that's it's definitely something. The recording of that stuff, you know, I've definitely been um, doing a lot more studio work on it. You know, a lot of my songs are kind of just guitar and vocals, a lot of stuff. But I got really obsessed with uh, the Beach Boys and like '60s psych stuff. Right. You know, very layered and overdubbed, uh, complex compositions, and that's kind of what I've been going for with these these new songs. Kind of getting a studio album that I'm not actually going to be able to perform by myself on stage. <laughs> yeah, not but, without some some sort of backup or something, I would imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, that's sort of a natural marriage, I think, like dinosaurs plus 60s kind of retro going on. Because, right. I mean, dinosaurs, like, they really, they hit a real peak of popularity around the you know the 50s and the 60s there were like all those claymation mm -hmm. dinosaur movies and stuff mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah, all sure. those claymation dinosaur movies are all really good and all the uh the dinosaur craze kind of goes up there and i think the the nostalgia factor you know is there for a lot of people like they associate like doo-wop and Beach Boys stuff with childhood and innocence and you know they associate that with dinosaurs too so I think it's a very appropriate combination yeah I mean it's fascinating how interested kids are in dinosaurs too it's also like it's it's mm -hmm. like they're it's hardwired um, yeah so I, I, I mean what's the level of urgency here because uh, I'll have to admit that I'm just sort of getting into this and I'm kind of having mm -hmm. a hard time like you know, finding enough evidence to support pretty much most of these claims personally. I mean, how yeah. much time do I have, like, as a as a skeptic, a naturally born skeptic, to, like, figure this stuff out before, you know, the, the end of the world and, and I'm basically screwed? I mean, you know, it's a personal journey. You know, once you find... Uh, your place, whether it's to be skeptical of it, you know, you'll know uh, when the time is right. 
You know, there's not really a, a timetable that we're on. You know, it's just kind of once we get there, we get there. And, you know, once everyone's on board, everyone's on board. It's not really a deadline that you're going to have to meet. You know, you got to find that for yourself. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, considering because I think some people might latch right onto this while other people mm -hmm. will be like, you know, I don't know, like uh, dinosaurs in World War II, like on aircraft carriers yeah. or whatever. I, it's just like not, I don't think there's much uh, to that. I, I will say, though, that uh, we're coming on to the Christmas season here, and I see mm -hmm. that you have a, uh, an album here called Have a Dino Christmas. And, yeah, uh, I, uh, I do have a Christmas album up there. Um, you know, I've got a few songs on there about uh, dinosaurs having Christmas, you know, uh, and some sort of winter solstice holiday. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be Christmas, uh, but you know, I celebrate Christmas. So that's why I wrote the Christmas album. Um, along with, uh, the Christmas album, uh, also goes along with a new thing that I made recently, uh, which was, uh, the Patreon page that I made, mm. uh, where people can pledge, monthly that was sort of another uh with the season comes uh the giving spirit so i decided that uh with the giving spirit i would make the patreon in hopes that people would support me through there uh, and i could send them uh wonderful gifts uh by the end of the year i'll provide a link to the uh, patreon for for sure um mm -hmm. since uh, i'm doing a search here i can't find it right away uh, it should be uh, www.patreon.com slash dinosaur love. That should be it. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. Great. Yep. Peter, listen, uh, thanks so, so much for being on the program today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, that's about it for this episode. I'd really like to thank Peter for being on the program, and I'd like to encourage you to go visit his Bandcamp page as well. Remember, there's going to be links in the show notes. Um, I'd like to thank, as always, the Fantastic Plastics for the theme song at the beginning, and I'd like to end this show off with a track by Dinosaur Love. It's One, called two, I Want to Be Fossilized. Four. And... Uh, hope you enjoy this catchy tune and i hope you'll be back next time thanks so so much for listening they say love lasts in eternity will it be that way with you and me and i care for you like no dinosaur that came before even though my friends, they're all carnivores But I looked at them and then I turned away Cause it's with you that I'd rather stay I wanna be fossilized right next to you Are found and our 
Waiting for the day 